This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Flexia Christian Fellowship. Total commitment to Christ. Joining us today with Food for Thought is Dr. Donna, along with worship from Donnie Goki, We All Need Jesus, for King and Country, God Only Knows, Casting Crowns with Nobody, featuring Matthew West, and finally, Bethel Music with No Longer Slaves. We're so quick to point a finger, we judge things from our point of view. Things that we say, the trouble it makes, it hurts you and it hurts me too. This is such a fallen where we live in, it's really not the way it's supposed to be. What if we could see each other different, it'd probably change everything. We're all broken people, don't we all need Jesus? Every moment of our lives. 24, 3, 6, 5, our human is equal. Don't we all have our weakness? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody needs their grace. We all need Jesus. Things they don't We got stuff we hide Deep down inside There's so much that we don't show yeah, It's just the only world we live in It's really not the way it's supposed to be Isn't that the beauty of redemption It changes everything We're all broken people
up while you're dreaming. Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you. Nobody, nobody would believe you. Every day you try to pick up all the pieces, all the memories that somehow never leave you. Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you. Nobody, nobody would believe you. God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows how it's killing you. But there's a kind of love that God only knows. God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. Right. And David brought a rock to a sword fight. 
It is very hard studying on your own. God requires more than just reading the word. He wants you to have life from the living water of his word. Dr. Donna Gertzen presents Studying the Word. The word is life. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 to 3. Using the New Living Translation, it says, Follow my advice, my son, always treasure my commands. Now we know in the Bible when it talks about commands, it's talking about the word of God. So always treasure my commands, obey them and live. Guard my teachings as your most precious possession. Tie them on your fingers as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. When you look at that section of verses, that's more than just reading the word. This is studying the word. This is memorizing the word. This is applying the word. This is living by the word. It's more than just reading. And the whole idea behind LCU or Life Christian University is that it helps us to achieve that. It's actually very hard to study on your own um, as a daily habit. We think we've done well if we actually manage to read a chapter or two a day. And, I mean, I'm not saying don't read. I mean, we need to do that. But God actually requires more of us than just reading it. It's talking about study. Now, I know everyone's different. Not everyone enjoys reading, and not everyone enjoys studying either. I'm very aware of that. But you know what it's like with parents with small children, and they dish up something like Brussels sprouts, and the kids look at it, and they'll say, yuck, and they won't eat them. And what do the parents say? It is good for you. And you eat it because it is good for you. And they find, as they get older, a lot of them then find that they enjoy Brussels sprouts. It's always funny. They never not like ice cream or lollies, do they? And if you're finding the word dry, it's because we are dry, not the word. The word is life. It's life. It's water. It's the Holy Spirit. It's alive. Uh, so if you're finding it dry, it's, it's because it's, it's where you are at at the moment. Um, so looking at that verse again, sorry, Rachel, back to Proverbs 7, 1, 3, New Living again. Follow my advice, my son. Always treasure my commands. Now, if you treasure something, that means you're protecting it. You're storing it up. And, and, and you're actually storing these riches deep within you. If you've got... Uh, treasure, like pirate's treasure, you dig it in the garden and you dig it deep. You don't want someone to steal it from you. And we need to treasure the word like that. Plant it deep within us. And we've all been given this treasure. I assume all of you have the word of God. You can keep it on your bedside table. And so you can see it all the time. You can listen to someone teaching it. You can even read it for yourself. But none of that means very much if you're not storing it up, if you're not meditating upon it. And this is why we do Bible study. And that's why we see the importance, as I said, of LCU. Knowledge, it is a good thing. I, I want to know all about Jesus. I want to know all about his promises for me and claim them. 
I can't claim something I don't know about. So there's nothing wrong with that kind of knowledge. But if I just want knowledge so that I know more than you, that's not so good. If I just want knowledge so that I can appear clever, that's not, that's not what it's about. It's about application. It's about taking those things that God is teaching us and applying it to our lives. It's about growing in faith and it's about growing in love. Uh, and I said, so why am I wearing a, a, a gown like this? It's, it's an indicative of the amount of study that I've done and of the knowledge that I've gained, if you like, but it is not indicative of how deep my relationship with Jesus is at all. And it's not indicative of how, or to the degree that I've applied the word into my life. It's, it's not indicative of how big my mansion is going to be in heaven. It's, it's not that. Because the word says, the next verse, uh, please, Rachel, it says to obey my commands and live. Obey them and live. You, know, you have people who say, you haven't lived until you've travelled overseas. Or you haven't lived until you've seen this movie. Or you haven't lived until you've ridden a horse. But God says, you haven't lived if you're not obeying my words and keeping them. Hallelujah. He says, obey my words and live. Amen. Keep his words. And guard my instructions or guard my teachings as you guard your own eyes or as your most precious possession, some versions put it. And that's how we are to guard it. What's your most precious possession? Is it your car? Is it your house? Is it your cat? You know, the word is more precious than anything, anything you can own. But most of us don't realise that. Or we, we know it, but that's as far as it's gone. We don't treat it that way. And it's not precious to us unless we're guarding it. If you leave your, can leave your Bible in church, forget to take it home and not miss it, you're not guarding the word, are you? Not guarding it. Um, you know, do you treat the word uh, with more care than anything else? Do you pay more attention to it than you do any other thing that you may own in your life? Because we should. We should. I've told the story before, I know, but I want to tell it again because there's a little wee sequel to it. There was a blind girl. She was born blind, but she knew how to read by Braille. She got saved and she read the word with Braille. Eventually, her fingers got so calloused, she couldn't read anymore. So she was distraught. So she peeled the skin off her fingers to make them sensitive to read the word. And eventually, that didn't work either. She got calluses and it just was hopeless. And so she picked her word up and she kissed it, thinking... That was her final goodbye. And she realized in doing that that her lips could read the word. Her lips are very sensitive. And she then read the word with her lips. Now, the sequel to that story is that there was a man injured by an explosion in America. And his face was pretty much destroyed. He lost his hands and he went blind. And his greatest uh, frustration or grief was that he couldn't read the word anymore. He heard about this girl 
that kissed the word, if you like, read the word through her lips, but he had no feeling in his lips. His face was destroyed. He couldn't do that. And quite by chance, I guess he was kissing the word one day, trying to get some feeling. He, found, he touched his tongue to it. And he read the word, Braille, with his tongue. Now, he read that word from cover to cover four times with his tongue. Now, that takes a bit of effort. Do you treasure the word enough? Would you do that? And we can just pick it up and read it so easily. But I'm still thinking, you know, with this guy, he would have to concentrate on every word that he was reading, wouldn't he? That word would be going in so deeply. It wouldn't just be sometimes that we read and our mind's somewhere else. His mind has to be in his tongue. Um, but back to where we were, verse 2. Guard my instructions as you guard your own eyes. What does the verse I have say? Guard your instructions as your most precious possession. Some teachings say, some versions, sorry, say, guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Uh, literally, it's actually referring to the pupil of your eye. Now, Paul would know how vitally important our sight is. We take it for granted. It's not until you lose it, you realize how important it is. Uh, and in one version, the good news actually says, be as careful to follow my teaching as you are to protect your eyes. How important it is. Study the word. Read it. Get it in. And then the next verse, please, Rachel, tie them on your fingers as a reminder. Take hold of it. And so memorizing scripture is not just a good idea. It's not just something that the pastor says we should do. God actually requests it. Tie them on your fingers as a reminder. If you go back into the ancient times, they didn't have printing presses. They had to memorize everything. They call it the oral tradition. Everything was stories are passed down. You had to memorize it and write them deep within your heart. You know, people we love, people we really, really love, are written deep in their heart. Nothing they can do can take them out and scratch them out of that place. And that's where the word needs to be, deep within our heart. It's become part of us. So... Life Christian University, you know, hopefully it's to inspire those that come through it uh, to get the word inside them, to get the word inside them. I mean, we so need to study and meditate. And to do it in a group setting, it's, it helps. It's just, it, we are meant to exhort one another daily. This is one way we can do it, uh, coming together and working together as a group. It just helps keep us on track. So the aim of Bible study is not that. Um, so the aim of Bible study is that we may grow, not necessarily that we might know. But you're not going to grow unless you do know. But you can know and not grow. Okay, you can think about all that. It's a bit like a, a cup of tea. You put a tea bag in that cup of tea. The longer you leave it in there, the stronger that cup of tea is going to be. You know, the, the water, it goes through the tea bag, it becomes, and the tea bag becomes part of the water, and the water part of the tea bag, and the longer it's in there, the stronger it is. Uh, the more we dwell on the word, the more we get it into us, the stronger we will become. <clears throat> I read an interesting little ladder of learning, and they say that we remember 5% of what you hear. So you'll go away today and you'll remember 5% of what I've been saying. 
But you read, you, you remember 10% of what you hear and see. So you might have remembered the verse a bit more than what I've been saying because you've been able to see it as well. You remember 50% of what you read, 80% of what you write, for those people doing papers, good for you, and 95% of what you teach. So the end goal is that you're able to share those things that you're learning with others, and the more you do that, the, the, the more you've got a hold of it yourself. It becomes part of you. Uh, the next verse, please, Rachel, 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved. This is old King James. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, I'll put King James up there because he's about the only version that actually says study in this place. And so we use that a lot. But really, that, what that word means is to be diligent and to be quick about it, to be speedy. So we need to be quick about showing ourselves approved. We need to be diligent in the things of God. And that's really what it's saying. Uh, diligence is not easy. It comes at a cost. And we need to apply ourselves. I read a story about Dr. David Livingston. You all know Dr. David Livingston, the old uh, out in Africa, miles away from anyone. And I think it used to take him months just to walk through to where he was going. And one of his friends wrote to him one day and says, look, are there roads through yet? Because we have some people who would like to come and join you in your work. And David Livingston wrote back and he says, what did he say? He says, if you have men who will only come if they know there is a good road, I don't want them. I want men who will come if there's no road at all. Hallelujah. It's going to cost. Yeah. It does cost. There are times, even in class, you know, even the teachers just about fall asleep. I mean, it does happen. <laughs> can happen. There are times when it can be a bit hard going. We it's all about persisting. It's persisting and, and you're, you're working out a good habit. Uh, if you just pop that to the NIV, thanks Rachel. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. A lot of people read the word for today. Uh, I think it's great. I'm not knocking it. But realise that what's happening is that you're getting inspired by someone else's inspiration. And I know this sounds a bit gross, but really it's just like, it's like you coming to suck my cherry stones after I've eaten the cherry and I've spat them out. You're going to get a little bit of goodness from it, but aren't you better to get the cherry yourself first? So hopefully you are feeling a bit inspired, but to really be inspired you need to get into the word for yourself. So I, I encourage you to sign up for the next class that we do have and I'll see you when, it, when we have it again. It's a good that we do something. And don't rely on someone else's revelation. Not full time. It's, it's not enough for you. Um, and to correctly handle the word of truth means that we're getting it right and we're able to share it right. Just finishing on this verse, James 1.22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself, do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intensely into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Amen. That was Dr. Donna with Studying the Word, The Word is Life.
Thank you once again for tuning into this broadcast. You're listening to Backyard Christian Fellowship. Total commitment to Christ. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.